0: Hello and welcome to The Comedian's Paradise. This is the podcast where we speak to some very unique characters from across the comedy world. Those that will inspire us and shock us with their unique and fascinating stories. Now, the next guest is the don of the Luxembourg comedy scene. His name is Kalitos. He like Kalitos' way. He is an absolutely magnificent fellow who you can absolutely love. Please welcome Galitos.
1: Yay! Hey, that was a, a lot of expectation you're putting on your audience. There, uh, I
0: don't know if I'm that great. Uh, very cool. Oh, you? Well, well, let's well, Expect to have a big expectation and have some of the intros where MCs <laughs> give you a funny nickname before you go on stage. Oh, well, I haven't done that yet. Maybe I should start are you gonna start with your with your competition in luxembourg if they come to your show no they don't come to my show do you go to their show why would they they have their own show
1: Uh, no i'm banned i can't go to their shows
0: (laughs) yeah yeah that's how it is so tell us a bit about so you're you're from you're from phoenix arizona like how did you manage to start up a comedy club all the way in luxembourg and like what 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 what, well i grew up here in luxembourg what is it about so by growing up here in luxembourg i'm really into the you know i'm in this country like very much but what is it that made you what was the moment that got you into comedy
1: well i got into comedy because i was trying to impress a girl. And I started a club because I got banned by the other club after my second time doing an open mic. And so I needed stage time and I just started organizing my own stage. Yeah. They banned you after your second gig? Yeah. Yeah. I uh, didn't know how to behave, apparently. I spoke to somebody who didn't want to be spoken to and that person had a lot of power in that place. And, uh, and then they kicked me out. And then I couldn't go back. Whoa, that's a bit hard. That was the first time I was banned. Yeah, but that—that's just how it went.
0: It was a Russian woman. She sounded Russian. So Eastern European. (laughs) But yeah, so so maybe I
1: don't know. It was after after the second open mic. I I walked, you know, it was like a downstairs thing and then upstairs was just people sitting and drinking, but the show was downstairs and after the show I was really excited, you know, uh, adrenaline was rushing, I went upstairs and I just started talking to the audience members and then I talked to this one woman who was sitting next to two dudes with a, a suit and a tie and I'm talking to them, chatting them up and the woman, she looks around, she's like, I do not want to talk to you and I was like, well, you don't have to say anything, let just let me talk. And then she looked around at the two dudes. The two dudes looked at me. They all shook their head. They got up. They left. And then two minutes later, the owner came up to me and said, you finish your beer, get out. Oh. And that's how it was bent. That's it. That's all oh. that happened. That's pretty. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So, uh, I don't know. It's an abuse of power, if you ask me. They just uh, didn't want to be talked to. And apparently, they knew somebody in the club.
0: And that was it. Oh, and... <laughs> Is is the Luxembourg like that? Is is there like factions, like East Coast, West Coast, or? Definitely,
1: definitely. Uh, I'm West Coast for sure, and uh, and the other guys are East Coast, probably in the in the ocean somewhere. Is like, is there know, a big like some barnacle? They're like a barnacle in in the bottom of the Eastern Coast Ocean.
0: Okay, so who's bigger, you or them? No, just.
1: Now, honestly, they're they're probably bigger. They're they've been there longer, uh, maybe two or three years longer than me. But I'm catching up real fast, like uh, you know, Facebook followers and, and any kind of followers. Uh, my shows are better. I mean, fuck them. They've been there longer, but my shows are better. Fuck them.
0: <laughs> well, I'm just, oh god. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> well, okay. What 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 is what is the unique thing that you got you have that that they don't have? I have
1: uh, infectious energy, and so I have a high energy show, and uh, and they're kind of stuck in this uh, group think, and they all behave the same, and they all act the same, and so I don't know. If you have six deadpan comedians, you know it gets it gets boring after a while. And I rotate a lot of comedians, and high energy
0: makes a big difference. How how many um how many how many uh, is the Luxembourg company scene big, or is it quite a small thing? It's very small. Luxembourg is small. The country has six hundred
1: thousand people. The city has maybe a hundred thousand. So the scene is is very small. There's twenty some Local comedians that mostly do open mics. And there's uh, three clubs Uh, the older one, then I'm number two. And recently this year, the the women comedians started uh, their own organization. Okay. What are the names of the clubs? (laughs) All right. So the number one competition is Luxembourg Comedy, it's uh, five dudes that, that run that thing. and then I run mine alone It's uh, Luxembourg laughing out loud, and the women have the Grand Duchesse of Luxembourg uh, Comedy Club, it's just mostly open mics organized by women for women, but they always have a lot of men uh, showing up at their shows, mostly
0: from Club Number One. Is it is it English um, is it English comedy that's mostly spoken done in Luxembourg, or do they have is there Luxembourgish comedy as well?
1: There's a little bit of Luxembourgish comedy. I ventured in it three years ago with uh, some dude who's on the other team now. And uh, and then we had Falling Apart. And so he does a couple of Luxembourgish shows sometimes with the other club. And I've just uh, stuck to English. I don't do Luxembourgish anymore. It's a rare thing, Luxembourgish shows in Luxembourgish. Uh, but it does have traction. It, it attracts people. Now the the talent is is pretty weak because everybody's a beginner, hmm. and it just doesn't exist that long. So it really, everybody's a beginner.
0: What's the what's the um? How does the humor differ with Luxembourgish and English comedy? Uh,
1: f- humor is humor. You know, if it's funny, if it makes people laugh, it makes people laugh. Now, obviously, there's going to be some language things. So I guess the main difference would be word games are probably different. You know, anything that's language-based is different. But for the rest, the humor is, you know, humor. Comedy is comedy. It has the same recipes. You still need premises and and punchlines, sarcasm, analogies. All of that stays the
0: same. Just language, word games change. Okay, I was just saying if there's a different sense of humor, like, in terms of the style or the okay cool what so what what have you so you're you're originally on my videos frozen again (laughs) so it did freeze it that on that occasion
1: it did i probably froze earlier too man now now that this froze and you said again so i'm I'm, maybe it did freeze earlier
0: (laughs) uh who knows but So you you came from America, and you've been in Luxembourg now, like, how has that sort of shaped you, coming in from a different culture and then adjusting to Luxembourg? Well, as a kid, I was five years old when I came here. So
1: I don't really remember growing up in America. I'm really much more Luxembourgish than I'm American. Okay. And... uh, Yeah, if I go back to America, like I'm not really Luxembourgish. I'm not really American. Like here, obviously, I'm not a real Luxemburger. Uh, My English is much better than theirs. And when I go back to America, to you, I might sound American. But in America, they hear the Euro immediately. And I get called Euro trash pretty regularly.
0: Okay, Euro trash. Yeah, it's a whenever. Yep a lot of people that I come across that speak English pretty well from other countries they always seem to adopt mm-hmm. the American way of speaking more so than the english but I, it's all obviously because of the American programs and all that but I'd like to hear more English sort of I would like to see that oh more. but
1: American is the better english i don't I don't know why you would want that American is definitely the better English
0: <laughs> nah English English come on <laughs> ask Steve hilly all right, he <laughs> yeah he sounds like a brat well he, he's I mean he's technically Maltese isn't he and and, and Maltese yeah British, yeah he is yeah uh, we spent a lot of time in uh, he sounds uh more British than you do um does he <laughs> <laughs> let's I'll ask him if I see him <laughs> all right um so who who uh who were your sort of heroes in in comedy and who inspired you to do comedy in Luxembourg? I
1: like middle-aged comedians a lot, mostly middle-aged men comedians because that's the age class I find myself in. So uh, yeah, Tom Papa, Jim Gaffigan, uh, you know, probably they'd call them the older generation. You uh, know Jim Jeffries, Louis C.K., Dead People, uh, Richard Pryor, uh, uh, that political guy George Carlin. You know
0: uh, Lenny Bruce. Mm. And with Luxembourg itself, I mean, you say it's an international city, but what, what, what are, what are surprises that people from outside? often surprised by when they come into Luxembourg what were what what are special treats that people need to know about Luxembourg we
1: have free public transport people love that and it's just really pretty and cute and clean it's nice everything works (laughs) government works uh you know the transport is on time most of the time and everything is really close. People know each other. There's quite a nightlife going on that you wouldn't expect from such a small place. Yeah. That's probably it's rich. We have money. Yeah. So, yeah, with the government stuff, you know, uh, that the government works and transport works, that's probably you know, a surprise to you guys in England.
0: Uh, it is to a degree yes 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 yeah it's a big swap could we swap, <laughs> could we swap? <laughs> can we swap i'm not swapping but what's what's a myself. unique luxembourg dish what's a neat unique luxembourg dish food that some nasty the blood sausage the blood sausage, blood sausage. what
1: yeah blood sausage they call it traipun. and it's really blood sausage they mix blood with red cabbage and then you fry it on a pan. Blood <laughs> sausages one and lentil soup. <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah, funny. there's not
1: much Luxembourgish uh, you know, past stuff going on. And then they have they have this dish called Jutmat Boden. which is essentially a ham with green beans in a soup, mm. but it's literal translation, and I did not invent this. This is the literal translation of the soup. It means Jew with beans. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the ham apparently is a Jew. And I... Fuck, man. It's... it's, Yeah, it is what it is. But yeah, it's called that. J-U-D-D. Jud, Like Jud Apatow. Does it taste good? Though? It's ham. It's just ham. It's salty pink ham in a soup. It's just ham. It's not specially... I don't know. It's not like pasta like if you look at it you'd be like that could be from anywhere and it could be
0: just ham Jewish ham and how has uh being like a booker and a comedian helped you what I didn't hear you how how has uh being a so Luxembourg being quite an international city having yeah. some unique dishes but how has running an international comedy club as a booker and performer helped you? Helped me personally. Yeah. Uh
1: well, it's it's a hobby. I do it for fun. So it's helped me in that it gives me something to do instead of just jerking off all day. I you know, I can organize a show. I I'm pretty good at organizing. So organizing shows is is fun. So that helps me. It stops me from jerking off a lot. Then, you know, just the regular stuff when you're on stage, you know, uh, public speaking gets better, you know, confidence boosts, a lot of networking opportunities. Um, booking shows has helped me get access to do shows in other countries. So my network, like I know enough people in pretty much every country here in Europe now if I want to go do a show there I can just call them up and be like hey when's your next open mic when's your next gig can I open and then I can go to places so yeah. it is it is very much a small community the comedy community it's pretty small and and uh, yeah people know each
0: other and favors are shared so we exchange favors yeah that that sounds dodgy we exchange favors <laughs> That sounds like, oh, really? I don't know. I if you have a mind, it sounds like, oh, I'm going to give you some drugs here and there. Yeah. I'll get you some drugs over here. Yeah, that's how the world works. What's wrong with that? There's nothing dodgy about that. That's
1: how the world works. You know, like I give my girlfriend a nice dinner, you know, and then we end up in bed, or uh, I don't know. Favors are exchanged. That's a normal thing, that's not dodgy. You have to exchange favors with people. No, you, just, uh, you, no.
0: The way you you said favors are exchanged, it sounded like you're some sort of dealer or something like, yo, you're gonna sort me out here. What, you're gonna sort me out here?
1: Ah, uh, well, oh, maybe I'll I'll channel that character for another show. I'm, I'll be the dealer, eh? you wanna exchange some favors, man. Uh, you know, one hand washes the other.
0: Blood is the mud. That's that's, that's a very... Is that that Tony Soprano or are you trying to be Tony Montana? Which is it? I'm not trying to try to be anyone. I was just... It could be, I don't know, some mafia
1: accent, but I wasn't thinking about neither Tony. And my brother regularly says, blood is thicker than mud. He's Mexican. So I probably should be more like, blood is thicker than mud, ese. You know?
0: (laughs) And what... What do you what do you find when you're looking for? So you mentioned a bit earlier when you're booking your shows, you like you try and mix different energies, you try and mix different kind of stars, But what is it you look for in particular when you're booking acts? And you look what do you think the key is to a good comedy show?
1: <laughs> All right. Well, the key to a good Apart comedy show obvious. is
0: the, comedian, the uh, huh? Apart from people being funny. <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, I like friendly comedians. So I've met enough comedians to know that I want to say 90% are friendly and you can work with them. And then there is a, probably less than 90. And then there's like a percentage of comedians that are just fucking dicks. And yeah. uh, and I don't want to work with them. But you find out real fast who's a dick, you know, like uh, whether they, you know, talk shit behind you or whether, you know, I don't know. You find out fast. I don't know. So. Yeah, dude. If the comedians are friendly, then I'm glad to have them back, and and that's that's important, you know. Don't don't be a backstabber. That's this important. Yeah, but yeah. So definitely two camps: the, the friendlies and the not friendlies, and uh, and they know each other. You know,
0: you find out real fast
1: who's who's in which circle.
0: Yeah, we we talk a lot as comics, don't we? We we really do. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's a small community, you know. Everybody talks about everybody. Everybody knows each other. This is my girlfriend? Let me just uh <laughs> very quick. Sorry. How come Buongiorno, bene. Did you silence that?
0: <laughs> I did. Yes.
1: What the fuck did you think I was going to say? Are you, th- you threatening it's me like, hey, baby, hey, baby, you're going to come and suck my schlong now? Yeah, It's going to be awesome. No, no,
0: it's just like, come on over. <laughs> well, I don't know. It's not something that I wanted to include in the podcast. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. You're the producer. You do what you want. Be a man. Do it, right, good. <laughs> but is there anything that you look for in, in sort of styles or anything to put on a good show you you mentioned that you're good at no
1: no no yeah no i don't look for particular styles uh if you're a comedian i'll let you talk about anything you could say whatever the fuck you want and if after that i don't like it then i'll probably just won't invite you back that's it but i don't i don't give uh i'm not very strict i i really leave comedians to me this is the last bastion of free speech so, I just really let the comedian say whatever the fuck he wants to say. You know, I don't have any limits. You can't say this, you can't say that. But if he says it and the reaction is bad or she, then then I won't have it back. So far, all the shows I've done, there's maybe two
0: that I don't want to have back. That's it. So, most of them are, are legit. Cool. Is what do you make of the whole thing that's going on about moment in terms of cancel culture, in terms of comedians canceling other comics, in terms of. People getting sensitive in Malaysia, like with Riza Van Gazel yeah. in house comedy club, he invited a few people doing open mic, and they did some. She was wearing a sari. She took it off and she started stripping. Yeah. And uh, not only did her and her boyfriend yeah. get arrested, but the club owners of crack has got yeah. arrested, and now that comedy club is closed down.
1: Yeah. So she was like a sexual terrorist. I think that's that was the angle she was That's playing. not stand-up. I, yeah, I but that's not stand-up. If you wasn't, start taking no. off your clothes, I wouldn't say... It. Yeah, so
0: you're saying he made a mistake for not vetting her? No, I'm not saying anything. Well, I mean, you're saying it's not stand-up. No. I don't know about that. I mean, it's there's lots of different kinds of stand-up. But, I mean, what she did was a bit... I don't know. I mean, that sort of thing. That's just... I mean... Malaysia. Well if it's forbidden, to to if it's forbidden.
1: So I guess Malaysia has like really strict rules. You can't be naked in public and you can't allow nudity in public. I think the biggest and So thing she is- she did something illegal. It's like she did something illegal. And then he was there when she did something illegal. People freaked out. That's like if I had a show here. Like people don't care about nudity here, but if somebody gets on stage and you start smoking crack, <laughs> then obviously, right, he's gonna shock some people. And so it was illegal,
0: if I get it right, in Malaysia. Yeah, but it, I mean, he was it was in his open mic show, so he he yeah. did open mics as well. You don't know what people are going to do before they do it on stage sometimes, and so yeah, I don't think he was really maybe yeah maybe it. in Malaysia this. I don't think I maybe think in Malaysia him... I don't know there's
1: a lot of people see here when we have open mics. First of all, I don't run any open mics anymore. But if somebody else runs an open mic, you know, people kind of know each other. You know, people who do the open mics, they've been in the show two, three times. And uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't fear that. I don't think there's anything anybody could say here to be canceled. You have to be big to be canceled. You know, if you're just some small time open mic or going from, I don't know, city to city, nobody's going to cancel you because nobody's going to remember you. Cancel culture really only applies to big names. It doesn't apply to small names uh like as as cancel culture is you know portrayed in, in in the media
0: but what what do you make of it as a whole what do you think is the sort of limit when it's it people it should be canceled you mentioned it being illegal but what do you what do you feel the examples where it's gone too far that you've seen
1: uh i haven't seen any standup comedy ever go too far uh it is it's, it's comedy. You're supposed to be able to say whatever you want. And and you got to make it funny. That's what changes it from comedy to, you know, some bullshit. If it's funny and people laugh and the people decide if it's funny, then, then it's funny. If it's not for everybody, then you just shouldn't go there. If you don't like Jim Jeffries because he fucking shits on Australians, then you should probably not go there, you know. Like I don't like tacos, you know. Why would I go to a taco shop? and Eat some tacos. I think that's the. It's really the public's
0: thing. Um, so like, if they don't like something, they shouldn't go. There's been a couple of occasions that have happened in the UK where I don't know if, where it's been cancelled recently. So there's a community called Adam Riley. He's sort of i I'd say, close to being a semi-pro comic, and yeah. he said something that was a little bit transphobic, or could be. Yeah. So I can show you a bit of the article if you want. Let me know your thoughts on it. No, no that's, do I want to see that? No. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's see it. All right. But it's this is this is what happened to him. Um, and then there was a thing with uh, what's his face, uh, Jerry Sadowitz. Uh, so. He, he he's a very good comic. I'd say he's a but he's very good. But so this is the joke he said. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's funny. I, I don't know.
0: <laughs> he said that. I, like, I, don't know, I don't
1: know, man. Yeah, I'll probably be cancelled if that if that gets cancelled. I'll probably be cancelled. I don't know, man. Like, personally, I don't do any any jokes of stuff that I don't know about, you know? So I would never do that joke myself just because I don't know about it. I didn't think it was that bad. I don't know. But the thing that... If you he... don't like it, you know, you should go. Like, who goes, who goes to a show, like, just waiting, you know? Like, oh, let me wait for them to, to get, you know, say something stupid and then we can cancel them. <laughs> First of all, I've never heard of Adam Riley, you know? So if Adam Riley is canceled in London, well, you should just go to a different city, you know? Maybe not do that joke again. I mean, comedy happens worldwide. It's not just in one city. You know, if you're really serious about something, that I would call that a slip-up, you know? All right. It was a transphobic joke. You know, somebody tells him, hey, it was a transphobic joke. You know, in the best case scenario, he'd be like, you know what? Maybe that was fucked up. You know, maybe I'll just leave it. Or if enough people react badly, you know, you got to give people a chance to fucking, you know, mend fences, you know? Uh, I don't know, any other job, any other job, if you make a mistake, you're like a forklift guy, and you're like driving around the forklift, and then you fuck up, right, and the shit on the forklift falls, and everything breaks, it costs, I don't know, a couple thousand dollars, right, but you're not going to fire the guy because you fucked up, right, you're going to say, you know, that was fucked up, you know, let's, let's, you need some better training, let's train you a little bit better, you know, but you don't destroy his his job because of something like that in a a good case scenario obviously the world is not a fair place and bad shit happens but most places this would not happen and and comedy and if you're a pro if you're making money it's a job if you make a mistake you should be able to you know fix the mistake you know it's not a zero-sum game it's not like yeah if you you know you to hell forever i mean how bad does it have to be you know uh, if it's illegal, I guess you know. If you're in Germany and you start talking about Hitler, then then you're doing something illegally, you know. And uh, I don't know. People people should be able to make mistakes. That's that's normal. It's normal to make mistakes. You should be able to make a mistake, and if you do, and and you you know you can fix it, and 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 you feel sorry about it, you know, then good. And if you don't want to be apologetic about it. And you should just find a different scene where you could say this stuff.
0: Mm, that's smart. but but that's that's what's happened to him, and he's he's. But Louis C.K. managed to sort of, <clears throat> I think I I mean he's after that fiddling thing that he did. I mean, he got he he did what he gigged a lot in European countries, didn't he? And then now he's come back, and it seems like all is. It doesn't seem that all is forgotten, but it seems to be he's, he's back more or less where he was. But that's the thing, cancel culture. <laughs> cancel culture—you can't impose that on
1: anybody. You know, like what does cancel culture do? They—they they, you know write articles. You know, they publicize somebody's really bad behavior. And uh, and then what what's the best outcome you know the 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 guys are going to be shunned in the street maybe you know people are not going to like them it's 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 just like a social manipulative tactic uh, not unlike any other interaction that you'd have at a job or any club and so you just try to like turn people against them and then you know make people not go to their show and then what Louis C K did was let's trust the audience. And not the the criticizers, and he just went and organized his own shows, and you can buy his shows on his own website. and And that's, that's a, it's a very good move. I don't think he's the only one who does stuff like that, but it's a good move. And I think a lot of promoters get that, too. you know? Like I do shows here in Luxembourg for comedians, but some comedians, they're like, "Well, fuck, I could do that myself." And they can. And so they just, you know, come to the country, they find a, a venue, they they book it, and then they bring the comedians for one night, they do a show, and then they go back to somewhere else. Uh, I'm not going to forbid them to do that. You know, just just do your own show somewhere else. You know, you can only be canceled if you depend on somebody to put you on stage. It's like I was canceled from the other comedy club, right? I was canceled. Okay, banned, canceled. What's the difference? Same thing. You know, I couldn't go back, right? They were like cutting my legs off. Well, if they're not going to give me my legs, I'm going to find legs somewhere else. And that's what Louis CK did, you know. Like cancel culture, it's uh yeah, I don't think it's 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 a social thing. You know, people decide you suck and we never want to see you again and you suck so much that nobody should ever see you again. And and then they try that power move because whatever. They they feel that they have that power in masses. It's a, it's a power game yeah it is uh, you don't have to respond to it you know you can you can just extract yourself from the game and just go play somewhere else it's, it's the world is a big a big playground and there's enough room for everybody anybody can do anything you know so if they don't want you at their show at top secret let's say you're canceled and then this riley guy can't go back to top secret Well, you know, he can find his own venue, he can start his own shows, you know, and if people are really upset, and they don't go to a shows, and he does three shows and nobody shows, okay, you know, there's some there's something not working, he needs to fix his formula. But if he puts on his own show, and he puts on himself as a headliner, and then he invites some other comedians that have not canceled him, all he has to do is put on his own show. You don't need other people to put on a show. No, you don't need no. promoters, you don't need club I mean you know <laughs> the big names they're not going to like that you know but the venues you don't need venues you, know, you could find a, a cafe somewhere you yeah. know, just find somebody who needs some people and you could you could start a show anywhere you know, as long as you're funny cuz then you want people to come back oh, you yeah, don't need you
0: can't be canceled if you're independent you know what i'm saying but that's what social media has done. That's what the co- that's what the pandemic sort of done. A lot of comedians sort of woke up to it and decided, right, I'll create my own following.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that's good. That's good. There should be more of that. And stand-up comedy allows that. You know, other other things like if you want to start your own bank, you can't do that. You know, there's regulations that that have been put on to keep the the ones in power in power. But in comedy, that doesn't exist. There is no no regulation that's going to keep Mitzi Shore in power. Bud Friedman, uh, the late Bud Friedman, late Mitzi Shore, I believe as well. Yeah. Um, so you know, there's, uh, yeah, it's it, it comes down to power in the end. You know, like uh, who who really wants it? I guess if you really want it, you can't be canceled.
0: Wow, well, just yeah, what, 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 so. One of the things that you mentioned just before this bit here, you said that comedy is the last bastion of free speech. What makes you say that as opposed to other arts like music or acting or just anything else? Why would you say it's the last bastion of free speech?
1: Well, as in as an acting an acting or theater, <clears throat> You, uh, I mean, you're free to express yourself, right? But you're not really giving your own opinion. I don't know. Maybe the producer of the theater piece, you know, or maybe the script writer, maybe he's expressing his free speech, but the actor on stage, he's just following orders, uh whereas in comedy you you are the the decider of what you say of what your opinion is comedy is a lot about being opinionated and uh, and you're you're allowed to say your opinion in a funny way but you're completely free there's no there's no rules anyway that's how i see it that's how it should be you could say whatever the fuck you want as long as it's funny and uh I, I don't see that freedom in music. I don't see that freedom in theater. I mean, sure, it is creative expression uh, but yeah, it's uh, I don't know it's, it's not free speech i don't, I don't
0: see I don't see this similar but with a singer and songwriter, if they build up their own following, they write their own songs. Aren't they free as well? If they're not having anyone interfere with it, they're just writing their own songs. It's themselves, their own opinions, or even poetry. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, sure. And still, uh, uh, I don't know. So, uh, I mean, sure, you can argue it. I, mean, I don't know. Comedy to me is the last bastion of free speech. You know, uh, I don't. I think it offers opportunities that other arts don't.
0: Um, okay that's just my opinion yeah no worries um what is your thoughts on like other types of comedy like musical comedy clowny comedy like props magic comedians because your focus yeah sure
1: it'd be funny sure could be funny it's not stand-up
0: well, you know, yeah. I styles. wouldn't have
1: him at my stand-up show. Yeah, I don't I don't like props. I don't think props are necessary. Stand up is somebody stands up and, and talks. And okay. then with his talking, he he rouses the public. As soon as you start using props or or you play music, it is still comedy, but it's not stand up. It's prop comedy or musical comedy. And I think you prefaced that right.
0: Okay. So with Bo Burnham. You would classify that more as comedy rather than stand-up. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, and good on him. You know, I I didn't like it, but uh, a lot of people did. Good on him. You know, I
0: don't really compare myself. I good good for him. You know, something worked for him. It's good. Yeah, I. So one thing that I've found in like there are comics on the London Sick that are very sort of strict on certain things like if you say things offensive they're really against it and there's some that are very into comedy being a certain way and people who uh, believe comedy being a certain way are very strict on it and they're very forthright against it. like if comedy is not that way they're like that's nothing that's stupid that's this or that but i know one comic who's yeah i
1: would say i would say they're wrong they're absolutely wrong (laughs) It reminds me of uh, of of Christians, Uh, Christians who say, uh, you know, I mean, in the Bible, the scripture says, you know, you shouldn't you shouldn't kill under any circumstances. And then Christians you know, and, and I'm talking about not the, the people, but I'm talking about the institutions and the institutions are like, well, you know, to wage war in in a different country, then it's OK to not follow the followings of Jesus, you know, and, and then it's OK to kill. And so, you know, they, they, it's just uh, <laughs> hypocritical, you know, um, I think a person who, who says the comedy has to be a certain way. And only this way, otherwise it's not comedy. I think they're fucking they're, they're intruders, you know. They're they're trying to, I don't know, set rules on something that shouldn't have any rules. They're they're imposters, they shouldn't be in comedy. Straight Whoa. up, they shouldn't be in comedy. Like it's 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 the antithesis of comedy to say that oh, you can't you can't do this, you can't do that. That's the antithesis of comedy. So if you're the guy who says that, or if you're the woman who says that then uh you shouldn't be in comedy at all no
0: can i now fuck so... those guys <laughs> sure that's a good message i want to can i show you something a little bit quick quickly before we just a little clip uh, he's a good friend of mine he's absolutely um brilliant um but he is a very unique stand-up and there's not really anyone like him on the circuit. So, was... so this is him here. Hello everybody. So uh, the summer is coming and it's getting uh, warm outside and I like the warm weather uh, because it makes me warmer. Yeah. You Hungarian? Uh, th- that's my no Latvia. Joke.
1: are you
0: asking me to sit down (laughs) is everybody warm yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. you warm yeah yeah good how many degrees (laughs) (laughs) it's it's actually 37 you know i i haven't talked to you i just know human biology (laughs) ladies (laughs) (laughs) Uh, okay all gone and, and that that's my cow joke
1: <laughs> <laughs> cow say, all right so so what's your point he's funny what's up
0: but I mean because he does a little bit here where he plays with his straight guy sing. I'm straight I guy, guy. But he does a bit of musical comedy, yeah, where he play. plays yeah. a song on his iPhone.
1: Yeah, yeah, he does, I don't know.
0: He does I, a bit I, of both. I, like he does a bit of that, and he does a bit of. So I mean, is that would you would you classify Gatsby Candice as a stand-up?
1: I think uh, it's it's on on the edge. I think he's just barely putting the toe into the waters of non stand-up. Uh, I see stand up comedians that a lot of times they take their phone messages, you know, phones, and they say, ah, you know, uh, I received this message. It's a real message. I received this message, you know, and then they they end up reading these messages that are fucking hilarious. And um, I've seen I've seen big stand ups do that as well. Um, um, it's not my cup of tea. Hmm. Now, I've had comedians on my stage who've, uh, you know, played guitar and and uh, and pulled out phones and uh, you know, it's not my personal brand of, of standup comedy. Okay. They did it and it's fine. It was funny and you know I think they're just dipping their toes into the non standup comedy. I mean, it's it's kind of ridiculous to to even categorize. You know, the different. I, I find mm-hmm. the the whole categorization is kind of stupid. Uh, maybe necessary. Yeah, I won't I won't forbid it, you know, Mm. but in my mind, I will say, uh, that's not really stand up. You know, it's prop comedy. Uh, Who was who was the old guy, the older generation, Steve Martin, right? He did a lot of prop comedy in the early days. I wouldn't say it's stand up comedy. Could have been funny, you know. Mm. I think what brings us all together really is comedy. It should be funny. You know, let's make things funny. You know, things are ridiculous. And let's make them funny. And if you get technical, then you start dividing it up into categories. And you're like, well, stand up, you know, and this prop. And, and there's people that mix it. And I guess Bo Burnham was one of those. He started mixing this stuff. Hmm. Sure. Yeah, good. You know, he liked it. He liked what he did. That's the most important thing. As a, as an artist, you have to like what you're doing. That's enough. That's enough, you know, but you shouldn't listen to me or listen to any other promoter. Oh, you can't do this. You can't do that. You know, just uh, go out there, express yourself, explore yourself, do something that you are going to look back at and like. Which is not easy in stand-up comedy because we get bored with our material pretty fast.
0: Hmm. But there's so many many comics in the UK or in the Big pro scenes where they do the same twenty for quite a while because it pays them. So it's again the question of like creativity and fun and doing what you enjoy, but also a lot of times sometimes they make that sacrifice to stick with the twenty they've been doing for ten years because it. Yeah,
1: works. yeah, uh yeah. Doing stand up uh, and and monetizing stand up is not easy. It is not easy, and and then I guess if you know your twenty minutes work then you don't want to give up on those 20 minutes because you know they give you a paycheck. And if you depend on the paycheck, then you will have less courage to leave that that 20 minutes and to start new stuff. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a hard, it's a difficult balancing act to balance learning new stuff and giving up your old stuff or doing the tried and true. It's, it's not easy for sure. Yeah. I think that if you're you've been doing the same set for ten years, maybe maybe you're just not wired to learn new stuff, you know? Or maybe maybe you're not wired to 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 be a risk taker. You have to, especially in stand up, you know, like the world moves. It has to be current, you know, you can't do old stuff. It just it just doesn't ring the same. I think stand up requires for you to constantly work on new stuff. If you don't do that, you're in a rut. I would say you're in a rut. Then you got you got stuck in 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 a vicious circle and you can't get out. And that's not good. But when you're in it, you probably don't notice it. Uh, yeah, I think the the, the big winners are going to be those that keep writing new stuff keep trying new stuff aren't aren't scared to to bomb just because of a paycheck but yeah if your paycheck depends on comedy I think it makes it much more difficult than if you have a regular job and you just do comedy on the side where every now and then you earn some money on gigs like the difference between a pro and a semi pro are huge they're huge yeah
0: no what what mount everest to mount kilimanjaro comparison or to like come like uh uh shack to um Tyrion lannister wait what no i'm saying how huge like shaquille o'neal to tyrian lannister or like mount kilimanjaro to mount everest sort of difference probably shack to dwarf
1: <laughs> is he a dwarf a midget what do you call him i don't know
0: yeah that's 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 correct now for anyone that's listening right now and they want to find out about you what's the best way to find out about you
1: best way to find out about me is over social media facebook and instagram i run a comedy club called luxembourg laughing out loud llol and on Instagram, it's l l o l underscore underscore stand up underscore comedy.
0: Right, guys, you know where to go if you if you've liked him, if you like Kalito's way. You didn't like me. They didn't. <laughs> I already know. did not like me. Don't like me. Don't like me. Don't waste your time. <laughs> okay, twenty-seven subscribers. Fuck off. There's more on the audio side. All right, dude. I'm just fucking. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know. Um, hope you've enjoyed it if you like it share it with your friends subscribe if you didn't be quiet about it guys
1: cool man hey it was fun thank you man